0: Hey! Welcome to the Go Code Podcast with me, Diniko Simbine, where I'll be talking to influential girls and women in tech within the African context. Go Code is a non-profit organization that is aimed at empowering young girls and women through tech. And joining me today, I have Archana Arco. Who is a machine learning engineer at Synthesis Technologies. She joined Synthesis in June 2018, bringing with her four years of experience in product engineering, cloud research and development, and product implementation, and her current focus is on artificial intelligence, AI education, and is responsibly getting AI systems into production. Welcome Archana.
1: Thanks Janika, thanks for having
0: me. So Archie, can you please just take us through as to what machine
1: learning as well as artificial intelligence is. Sure. So it's actually a, a question I come across quite often, mm-hmm. uh, purely because it's often seen as a buzzword and there's many definitions to it. Yes. Um, so I don't want to bore you with the, the textbook definition, but what it generally means in my, in, in, in a practical sense is um, when you generally look at programs and software as a whole, you have a set of functionality that you would like to achieve by coding it out. Um, And you know exactly what the logic is, you know exactly what data you will be receiving, but you don't know what data will be outputted. Or you want to actually define a different output of data. Whereas with machine learning, it's the exact opposite. So now you have a set of input data and you have a set of output data. And the machine learning model needs to figure out what the logic is. So it's taking the traditional sense of software engineering and putting it upside down and figuring out the logic based on your input data set and your output data set. Uh, but to add on to that, yeah. the artificial intelligence component is essentially creating a system that can learn from experience. So, what do I mean by that? Is basically, the input data that you're receiving is your experiences. And it's very similar to how a human being learns over time. A human being will eventually learn how to act in a certain way or to uh, maneuver a certain surrounding based on the input data that they're receiving. So visual interactions, speech interactions, all that input data eventually translates into a different set of actions. So artificial intelligence is exactly that concept. It's a system that can automatically change based on different input data sets arriving in the, in the horizon. So yeah, that's that's basically machine learning and AI in a nutshell. Wow, that's
0: interesting. So would you say that that's the reason why i a lot of, because of AI, a lot of humans or people rather are losing their jobs?
1: No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Purely mm. because uh, it's the natural transition, right?
0: Yeah. It's
1: no different from how human beings initially used to in order to get from point a to point b they used to walk and as vehicles came into the picture they learned how to drive so it's a natural progression over time as we as we get smarter as uh technology advances it's the next step we need to get better with our technology and the way we do things and artificial intelligence is just one way of doing it, of making, our, making us better as a humanity.
0: Oh, wow. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And so how did you get into um, machine learning? Can you please just share your journey with us?
1: Sure. So I actually started off um, as a s- software engineer. Okay. Um, I studied computer engineering and mm-hmm. that was by fluke, essentially. Um, I initially wanted to start off being a doctor, and then that didn't, that whole journey didn't work out. And I decided um, I would like to get into, into engineering more, um, and and eventually that translated into computer engineering. But um, looking back at that at that specific aspect, I would not have done it any other way because I was able to get to where I am, and I'm very grateful for how I uh, arrived here. So started off computer engineer went into software engineering job, went into the security side of things um, started eventually it for me it was natural uh, because I had a keen or a curiosity towards data and often I was always excited by the new emerging tech in the, in the sphere um, and that's how eventually I and I, I always wanted to understand what' And I always felt like there was more information in the data than people are actually extracting out of it. Um, mm. And that's how I started my journey on getting into artificial intelligence and machine learning, because I felt like data was so underutilized in the, in the field. Um, so I wanted to actually be on the other end of things and be able to rectify that and be able to utilize the data in the most optimal manner. Um, so eventually I just transitioned into machine learning. So having and having gone into all the different aspects of software engineering, so building a application from scratch, being able to build like cloud architecture, being able to build security architectures. So having gone through all those different aspects, my natural process was to get into data. So okay. yeah, that is that that's
0: pretty interesting. At what stage did you actually realize that you didn't want to um, be a doctor anymore?
1: That was just curiously early, um, very very really? early, like very much, yeah, very much in the beginning phases of things. Because because um, I hadn't like I mean I was still studying at that point. Yeah, and I was I was going into the whole medicine field. Yes, um, and at that point I started seeing. Tech, I had a more interest in technology, um, and even though I had interest in medicine, my natural progression was always towards using technology to um, facilitate medicine. Oh, so there was already red flags there. Yes. <laughs> there was already red flags there where I wanted to use technology to make people's lives better, as opposed to. Um, actual medicine
0: yes and yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty awesome it's pretty cool very interesting actually yeah. and what does a machine learning engineer do
1: so um exactly like what i mentioned in my in when i was explaining what machine learning is yeah um we essentially try and make the ai vision a reality um and in order to make the ai vision a reality there's a strong Inclination towards creating data pipelines, creating data and constructing data in a manner that can be um, ingested into a machine learning model. Um, then there's also, an, so there's, it includes data engineering, um, being able to integrate into several different systems because, like I mentioned, um, when you create in, in machine learning in specific, you're very much in the hands of input data that you're receiving. Um, So you need to be able to maneuver your way through several different types of systems and be able to integrate into different types of systems, as well as be able to create data pipelines and create the necessary data management strategies in order to um, consume the data that would make sense for the machine learning model. And then the after fact, so once your machine learning model has been created, uh, being able to take those outputs from the model and make sense of that, make sense of that and actually create a a pipeline that can become an iterative process. Because also in machine learning, it's very much humble iterations. So your model becomes better and your pipelines and your infrastructure becomes better over time. Um, That feedback mechanism is extremely valuable. So creating architectures that can facilitate that feedback mechanism um, and being able to uh, create adequate data pipelines that can complement your machine learning model. That's essentially what I do. And obviously having to speak to stakeholders to find out exactly what it is that they need um, from a model or from the machine learning project.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Now that sounds very interesting. And what learning resources do you use?
1: So I am pretty much a researcher all the time. I read anything and everything that comes my way when it comes to so I'm signed up to a lot of um, articles and but um, very much I use a lot of research papers that come out of universities. Um, Medium is my go-to article point. Um, I do my my own set of research, so universities have helped quite a bit. So IEEE resources, um, Medium resources. There's also institutes that are very much dedicated to machine learning engineers as well. It's um, like, so articles that come from there, um, Udemy courses, Udacity courses, there's many courses that I dive into. It's not one single source. Um, and what becomes tricky about that is you need to kind of fish away and filter out what isn't necessary and what is necessary. So 100%. there's a large, you yeah, and there's a lot large set of, there's lots of articles and resources out there. But um, what I found is the more you broaden your horizons, the more you you get better at filtering out what isn't necessary. Um, so, yeah. So and yeah, LinkedIn is also one of the biggest places that I get most of my resources from.
0: Oh, LinkedIn as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. Right. No, that's interesting. And then, do you mind just um, after this chat to share some? A few links that you use mm-hmm. and are actually credible mm-hmm. for our girl coders because mm-hmm. most of them are graduates, so mm-hmm. they wouldn't have the experience to actually be able to filter out use, um, oh, sure. actual factual information and what's really not of any use to them.
1: Yeah, no problem. I can do that.
0: Thank you so much. And then, can you please just share one of the biggest challenges that you have experienced in this field?
1: So, touched on, <laughs> hands down, the biggest. Okay. The biggest, biggest challenge that I've faced is um, the buzzword. The fact that AI is a buzzword, machine learning is a buzzword, and um, being able to articulate to clients that it's not a one-stop bullet, silver bullet to everything. There's a lot of work that has to go into actually creating and facilitating the adequate pipelines to realize a machine learning journey. And I think the, the biggest challenge, mostly because I'm not very confrontational, and I don't like conflict, but the yeah. biggest challenge has always been to tell the clients that um, if it comes down to it, that the vision that they have doesn't necessarily need machine learning or doesn't necessarily need to go down this angle. It could be, um, it could be eventually facilitated, but yeah. there's a lot of work that needs to be done prior to that. So sort of telling a client that, um, sort of bursting their bubble essentially, Mm. That has always been a challenge for me because um the the articles that we see out in the open and the buzz the buzz that has been created um makes makes it seem a lot closer than it really is so that's that's always been a challenge for me
0: yes, and through that, do you feel that some of your clients um actually don't really understand what it is um yeah. that you <laughs> <laughs> It happens a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. And it happens
1: quite often. Yeah. It happens quite often as well. Um, but it's and it's and it's no one's fault, honestly. It's Mm. it's something that it's naturally meant to happen that way. Um so it's but it's it's also comes down to how responsible are you going to be in telling this to a client. Because similar to how clients aren't aware of what exactly AI stands for what machine learning stands for it becomes your responsibility to educate as well Um, so you kind of need to bring that education factor into whenever you're engaging with a client or anyone as a whole
0: yes no I think that's the best approach Um, it Mm -hmm. saves everybody some time as well (laughs) And um, as a female in the space, um, would you motivate other females to get into it and why?
1: Yeah, definitely. So so I attend a lot of conferences whenever I can. And something that I'm finding more and more is, especially in this field, we need diversity. Um, And when I say this field, I mean AI and machine learning, but not just AI and machine learning, but technology as a whole. Because the products that we are creating and the projects that we're we're all getting involved in is to eventually target a market, target target an open market. And this open market includes females, males, anyone it is. Um, So being able to create a good product, you need to have a good diverse skill set and you need to have a good diverse set of uh, opinions as well. Um, if you don't have a diverse set of opinions, you will only be creating a product that is niche to a specific target audience, and that's mm-hmm. not a good product, in my eyes at least. Um, okay. Because, um, yeah, and a good product is often something that can cater for different um, different people. Yes. So the more diverse the people that are working on the technology stack, the better your product will be so that's why i would encourage more females um actually just anyone in general to get involved in the field because it's not as far as you think it is it's and we definitely need more opinions um than the the average joe in this particular instance
0: yeah no definitely um diversity always broadens um the prospects so which is perfect yeah (laughs) And do you have any advice or final words for anyone out there who is looking to get into machine learning or AI? Hmm.
1: So you need lots of patience. <laughs> that's that's definitely something. Um, but to be completely honest, hmm. um, machine learning and AI, it's once again, because it's a buzzword, it seems very scary. Um, but it's not as scary as you think it is. It's very much an iterative process and people are learning as they're going. So as much as you might think that machine learning and AI isn't for me because I'm so far behind, you're not. Everyone is still learning on the fly and people are still trying to get a grasp on what it is. Yes. Um, the sooner you can get involved with it, the better, actually. So as much as you might think it's scary and it's untouchable at the moment, the sooner you can get involved, the the sooner you'll start learning. And there's nothing wrong with failing, um, but there is something wrong with not trying at all. So the sooner you can try try it out and see if it is something that you're interested in, the better it would be. And that goes beyond just machine learning and AI. It's technology as a whole. And actually more than just technology.
0: Yes, and you actually will never know until you've tried it, right? Because you can't really give an opinion on something you've never tried. (laughs)
1: yeah exactly
0: that yeah so that's pretty good advice um so thank you so much um for taking the time to share your journey with us thanks for having me to our listeners thank you for joining us today remember to subscribe to our podcast channel wherever you listen to your podcasts and please feel free to engage with us on social media our handles are in the show notes below and until next time it's goodbye from me